0: From KGW News, this is Straight Talk with Laurel Porter.
1: Hello and welcome to Straight Talk. I'm Laurel Porter. The holidays are going to be especially hard for so many as we mark the season during the height of the pandemic and with winter approaching. In this episode of Straight Talk, we look at how our most vulnerable are impacted by the COVID crisis, compounded by the cold and wintry weather on the way, and how you can help. And later, we'll check in with the Oregon small business community, which is dealing with its own challenges amid fallout from the protests, the pandemic, and resulting economic downturn. And how they're hoping you'll support them during the holidays. First, we're going to talk to some of the smallest small business entrepreneurs, the vendors at Street Roots. Welcome to my guest, the executive director of Street Roots, Kaya Sand. Gary Barker, a Street Roots vendor and ambassador, and Raven Drake, Street Roots ambassador and program manager. Welcome to Stray Talk. It's nice to have you all here.
2: Thank you for having us, Laurel. Glad to be here. Thanks,
1: Laurel. Well, let's start with you, Kaya. We talked months ago at the start of the pandemic. Give us an update on how things are going now for people experiencing homelessness. What's going on right now?
3: Well, these are very, very difficult times, but at Street Roots, we just keep on going. We're at this point selling our newspaper out of our front door. We've set up canopies and propane heaters for vendors to stay warm and dry when they line up. We're focused on fresh air. We're very, very focused on public health. and. We just keep getting more creative. We learn from the folks that we work with. People who are surviving on the streets can be incredibly creative and they're sort of like the, you know, the stars in our galaxy.
1: They, they really illuminate the way. Well, Raven, the last time we spoke near the start of the pandemic, you were running a medical tent to help other people who are unhoused, and you were also organizing Street Roots vendors into an action team. Fast forward nine months to now and you have a new role with Street Roots. What are you working on?
2: I'm working on the Ambassador Program, which is our initiative to take our outreach and advocacy to the next level and to empower these same people, these stars in our universe, as Kaya just described them, to new heights that their voice and their uh, and have never been empowered uh you know.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, Gary, you're an ambassador in that program that Raven is developing. You're also a Street Roots vendor. What are you doing as an ambassador?
0: Well, what I basically do is I pass good, good cheers to uh, people about, about Street Roots and uh, help, uh, help other vendors get paid too, just like I'm trying to get paid. It's not, it's not that hard of a job, just, just passing on Goodwill. You know, know, just because I'm out here homeless, I was homeless, that I'm not alive, you know, that I am alive and still functioning.
1: And we need all the goodwill we can get, that's for sure. Raven, what are some of your concerns about unhoused people as we head into winter during the height of the pandemic?
2: Um, Some of my biggest concerns are things that we struggle with year in, year out. Um, You know, being out on the streets last winter illuminates for me the massive concern for places uh, and how important it was to have places to warm and and to uh, get dry. And and this year will be even harder on the people out on the street because uh, that opportunity, those places, those warming centers will not be open because of the virus. And so we're trying to look forward to finding inventive and creative ways of combating that.
1: Okay, you're the executive director of Street Roots. Will you remind viewers what Street Roots does, what your mission okay. is? Our mission is to create
3: income earning opportunities for people experiencing homelessness, homelessness and poverty by ex- producing a newspaper, and other media, and we also fight for uh, systemic change
1: raven when people walk around town they may simply see someone living in a tent there are, there are a lot of people on house right now but what do you see what do you know give us some insights into some of the strengths and the skills of people on the streets
2: yeah when when i walk around when i take people around with me and teach them how to do outreach i i like to show them just the humanity of the street. Um, As you walk up and down streets and see people living in tents, you see them in little small families taking care of each other. And on display in front of you is that its rawest form, the most beautiful elements of humanity and charity as people share whatever they have so that as a group they survive.
1: And Gary, what do you want people to know about people living on the streets?
0: The, well, I guess the most important ingredient for me was that they, they're human. You know, they, they think and, and, and act the same way that the house think. You know, they still have responsibilities and bills to pay. Uh, not all, all homeless people are drug addicts or, or just not good for society. They need to be looked at in a different way, the same as, not, not different.
1: And Kaya, in our next segment we're going to be hearing from some business owners in the Portland Business Alliance who are hoping to convince people to come back downtown and to shop downtown during the holidays. Do you have any thoughts uh, that you could share with us about people who might be worried or have fears about coming downtown because of all the, the people who are houseless that they see?
3: Certainly. Um, you know, when when you go downtown and you're shopping and you see the tents, just remember that the people inside those tents are, are your neighbors. They're people with dreams. They're people who love people. They um, to give a, an illustration because I think it's really helpful to try to imagine the people inside. I wrote a column recently about one of our Street Roots vendors, Max, who he got married to Deanna during the pandemic in April in our office. He uh, She wore purple, he wore a fedora, and uh, this winter, because a past winter, she had both of her legs partially amputated because of frostbite. He specially designed purple sweatpants that have pockets in them where he can put um, hand warmers to warm the bottoms of where her legs are amputated so she doesn't lose more of her legs. And that's the kind of love, that's the kind of ingenuity that's actually happening all over the place. So I just ask that people remember to have a little bit of curiosity and openness about all of the, the, the people um, who are being really creative and surviving but are incredibly poor.
1: that's a beautiful story. You have a special holiday publication that's coming out. Tell us about that.
3: Yeah, we're so proud of this. Um, This is our holiday zine. So our vendors will be selling the paper and this, you can find out all the different places that they sell by visiting our website. Um, they We have a lot of the posts uh, up there. And then with the zine, this is something that's chock full of vendor writing, vendor art. The cover was created by one of our vendors, Phoenix Oaks, who's just an incredible artist. And I think of the front of this as being in a sense 2020, the storm. And I really hope, I don't know if you can see this, but there's a rainbow on the back that he created. And I really hope that's 2021. Um, the, the poetry and art, you can find vendors you know, at New Seasons, uh, Seven Corners, Woodstock, um, Concordia, who all have poetry and art in here at Whole Foods in Hollywood, and I'm sure they will all happily uh, sign their work.
1: We all hope that rainbow is for 2021, that's yeah. for sure. We want to let people know that Street Roots did launch a cashless system, Venmo, to help customers and vendors remain physically distant. The handle is at Street Roots. You need to note the vendor's name and the badge number. Also, as Kaya mentioned, there's a number of locations those vendors are going to be, and we have a website that shows where they're going to be with those holiday publications. Again, you can do it in a cashless safe way using Venmo. And we'll also have a link to the locations on our uh, story on this on KGW.com. And Gary, you're a vendor, and I, I hear you're actually using this Venmo system. How's it working for you?
0: Oh, I love it. Um, it makes uh, it makes it easier to, to, to get rid of the paper because a lot of people don't carry cash today. So it's a way for those people that don't carry cash to to participate and help support the vendors.
1: And what does so support? It,
0: it works out fine for me.
1: Let me ask you, Gary, what does support from the community mean to you and to Street Roots vendors?
0: Well, to me, it, it gives me an opportunity to have a purpose in my life when I didn't, I didn't have one at all besides just sitting on a curb or getting involved in things that I need to be involved in. Well, this way I get to uh, talk to, to the participants and find out how their life was going and what they did to, to get to where they're at in their life. Gives, helps me get ideas on what I can do for myself to, to en- enhance my life. And, and I'm not asking for a handout, but I'm actually working to earn some money to help myself. So that's the support I get from that.
1: Raven, do you want to add to that?
2: Yeah, I mean, for, for us here at Street Roots, it's a cons- constant mission to create income opportunities for those living in the street and those impoverished with a lens towards the future of meeting new people and partnerships to create opportunities you know for the people on the street the the barrier that they have to moving forward in their life is the accessibility of opportunities
1: and as you think about holiday shopping if you're able this is a good way to help those who are struggling right here in our community and we have a website where you can go online and donate and we'll show you that kaya if people are watching and they they're, we have a very generous community how else can they help out street routes and the vendors
3: yeah we very much appreciate our community it's because of community support that in a bunch of different ways we are able to get more than a half million dollars into people's pockets on the streets in poverty since the pandemic began so when when folks donate directly to Street Roots. We are also creating a lot of opportunities. We've been able to hire four former vendors since the pandemic began, including Raven and Gary. Um, And we create a lot of other income opportunities for people. Folks can also just Venmo us and, and let us know which vendor they want to get income to. I know some people can't get out there. And we're putting our stories online after the edition comes out because we value our journalism. We invest in journalism. And we have another initiative called Branching Out with Street Roots. You can go to that same link that says find a vendor and learn about that. It's a bulk subscription. So, you know, condos, um, housing, uh, you know, uh, uh, complexes, uh, businesses, you can bulk buy and vendors will bring uh, the subscription to you. So we're finding lots and lots of ways to connect our community to our vendors because ultimately it is about increasing income. It's about um, also really uh, making our community ties stronger across, you know, housing status.
1: Well, Kaya, Raven, Gary, thank you so much for joining us here on Straight Talk. We offer you our warmest wishes for this holiday season. Thank, thank you. you, Laurel. Thank it's you. Always really great to we're have grateful you here. for this support. Thank you. And coming up next, we'll look at the economic crisis Portland is facing. We'll hear from a small business owner and the Portland Business Alliance and why they hope you'll shop small this holiday season. We're back after this. Welcome back to Stray Talk, I'm Laurel Porter. The last several months have been difficult for business owners in Portland from protests and vandalism to the pandemic. They have faced difficult challenges, but they're determined to bounce back and they're hoping you'll support them and fall back in love with downtown Portland. Welcome to my guest, the president and CEO of the Portland Business Alliance, Andrew Hone, looking very festive, Andrew and Kristen Van Buskirk, owner of the small business Woon Winkle downtown. Welcome to Straight Talk. It's so nice to have you both here. Great to be here. Let's start with Kristen. How would you describe what these last several months have been like for you and other small businesses in Portland? How how bad has it been? Um, it's it's been tough
4: for sure, and you know, I mean, we can all put it into perspective. We we all know people who are in tougher situations, but really, it's been um, financially, emotionally, logistically challenging. Um, it's. It's been a really hard year, especially for the small businesses downtown.
1: And Andrew is the head of the Portland Business Alliance. You hear from a lot of businesses. What are they saying?
5: You know, I think if you look back over this year and you compare it to, to anything that you might remember, there is no comparison. Uh, so if you think about COVID-19 in and of itself as an economic catastrophe that's you know, rippled across the world, uh, right here in Oregon, we've had historic wildfire damages, which. Have also brought our economy to to a stumble, and then in downtown, uh, on top of really truly wonderful and passionate and incredible expressions of protests and demonstrations over racial justice, we've had those uh, who commit political violence, and uh, that is unacceptable. And and if you put any one of those three things out there, it, it would be the headline of any year. But they have happened all in 2020, and so businesses are deeply impacted. Uh, they are struggling and they need our support. They need the community support. They need the government support. They need everyone all hands on deck.
1: And Kristen, just as you were preparing to launch a window shopping event, hoping to bring more shoppers safely downtown, your business got vandalized. And I know that had to be tough, but I also know you're letting, not letting those difficulties get you down. You've still got big plans for the holiday season. So tell us some of the things that you're planning on doing.
4: Yeah, that's right. Well, one thing that um, I'm super excited about that we're putting the finishing touches on right now um, is something that we're calling Shop from the Outside. And we've activated almost all the empty windows on our block um, with our own products. But then also we've brought in businesses who had to close their own main shops because of the pandemic and now they don't really have a home shop, but they can populate these windows. So it's kind of a win-win-win situation for those business owners, as well as customers who for one reason or another can't shop inside. Um, And also for downtown, just making it look alive and having those windows look alive again. So we're really excited about this. And the way it works is we have products in the window and you can literally shop that window collection. You scan a little QR code with your phone and it will open up that window collection on our website, put the things in your cart, go off and have a little cup of coffee and come back a few minutes later and pick up your items. So we have, um, like I said, almost our whole block is activated right now um, with window shopping, so we're really excited. That was kind of our last little pivot in terms of new ways for people to shop this year.
1: What block is that? Um, we are
4: on 10th in Washington. We're on 10th Street between Washington and Harvey Milk.
1: And Andrew, tell us about Shop Small, PDX. What's that all about?
5: Uh, sure. So actually, there's a whole a whole bunch of initiatives that are happening around this moment in time, uh, right around and leading up to the holidays. The the most important thing that people understand is this is that point where. Retailers uh, really make uh, the preponderance of their money throughout the entire year. It happens in this period of time because everyone is in that spirit of giving and generosity and uh, celebrating along with their family and friends. So, uh, first, uh, you talk about Shop Small PDX. It's a new website featuring businesses that are open, right? I mean, there's that question you we know, all have. It's like, who's open? Who's not open? Who's online? Who needs to be in person? And how do I connect with them? And you can find all that information at shop small PDX. Dot com. go there, make sure you attend it. And then another thing everyone has to know, we have free parkings now here in downtown every Saturday at the smart park facilities. Who doesn't like free parking? Go get it, it's free, you don't have to pay for it. And then you'll see all over downtown, Kristen mentioned this, Winter Wonderland PDX. This is artwork work, it's uh, appearing just in, in Kristen's store, but it's all over the place. It just adds that extra special feeling around downtown. So it looks beautiful. And then a last couple of things, you'll see the tree. The tree's back. Thank you, KGW, uh, for being there for the virtual lighting last week. It was an incredible experience. And then polka dots all over downtown. You'll see amazing performances occurring here, there and everywhere. So there's so much to do in downtown. Encourage people to do it and support their small businesses.
1: And, and just another note about Winterland PDX, folks can look for clues about where some of the artwork is on the Winterland PDX Instagram account, and all these pieces of artwork will be auctioned off in January, and the money from that will go to youth organizations. Kristen, let me ask you, how important is it to you and other small businesses that shoppers come back downtown?
4: Oh, it's extremely important. It's um, like I said, you know, small businesses are struggling everywhere, but it's been particularly hard in downtown Portland for all the reasons Andrew described. And uh, so any purchase helps the small businesses downtown, even just a little purchase. And um, we also really like seeing our customers. We're so happy to ship little gifts to you if needed, but if you feel like popping in and picking up that gift yourself, we sure do love to see your face. It reminds us that <laughs> our customers are still out there. and um, we miss those interactions,
1: definitely. Andrew, you recently went on a walking tour of downtown with County Commissioner Lori Stegman. How would you describe what you saw and the resilience you're seeing from downtown businesses?
5: Yeah, so a big gratitude to Commissioner Stegman. She she represents East County, right? And districts are really east of 82nd Street and 205. And and she wanted to see what are we doing here in downtown to adapt, to to, uh, adjust to the COVID settings that are happening, how are retailers uh, experiencing this and, and helping uh, to connect with their customers as well as the shape of downtown. And and the experience is one where I think you see um, the results of all of these troubling months uh, that we've had for, for any number of reasons. Uh, we have boarded up stores, you have uh, sort of empty sidewalks, but what you also saw was the transition and the innovative approach that small businesses are, are taking. So first you're seeing these plywood walls starting to come down you seeing the shops opening up again, the decorations that are starting to line the windows in the streets. And then you see the innovative artwork that is that people like Kristen are doing and participating in. And you see the signs and the advertisements for the sales and the holiday spirit that's happening. So you saw both. You saw the, the sadness from the months of degradation and challenges around safety and, uh, and the lack of having people around. And then you saw hope and you saw innovation, which is what the business community does best, and Chris is really the tip of the spear of that.
1: And just a, a couple of minutes left, but I wanted to ask you, Andrew, how are you hoping that policymakers and the city will help businesses? Is the city doing enough?
5: Well, this, uh, is the city doing enough? Of course, they're not doing enough. We always need more help, and you cannot have more help dedicated to small businesses. And I think I'm really happy to ask the question because what you're talking about—it's not just this amorphous thing, this this concept of business. It's Kristen. It's her staff. It's her team. They live here in Portland. Uh, They work here in Portland. So what we need our elected officials to do is to bring an even more attentive eye to this dark moment uh, in our economic history. And it's getting dark because we know the outbreak of the COVID-19 virus is uh, even more hampering our ability to connect to do the normal things that we all do. So we know that there's that challenge and we respect the public health approach, but what we do need and what is clear is that we need public safety uh, for every Portlander, not just for businesses, but for all Portlanders. And we need continued attention to the economic resiliency of the center city. This is the heartbeat of our state's economy. This is the crown jewel of the retail experience. And if it's not well, then All of Oregon's not well. So we need not just our local leaders, not just the mayor, but the entire city council, county, state to pay attention and to take care of this region and this downtown.
1: Kristen, do you want to add to that? What more do you want to see policymakers in the city do to help small businesses?
4: Um, One thing I'm really interested in um, that's kind of a recent thing is a new fund that I believe is just for windows. And honestly, for me as a business owner, I feel like that fund staying full is key to getting the boards down. I don't think business owners are gonna feel safe taking their boards down until we know that we can get some financial help every time an opportunist decides to break a window. So we can really get downtown looking better if we can really just focus on something as simple as windows. And I know that's not the only thing that needs to happen, but that's just one thing that can really make a big difference.
1: We have about a minute or so left, uh, Andrew, but I want to give you time for a final thought that you'd like to leave with our viewers today.
5: I think that your viewers need to know that we all, as Portlanders, need to put our money where our heart is and support the small businesses in Portland so that they can be here for all of us as we emerge out of this pandemic. That's intentional local shopping. This will help tremendously. So we all need to do our part here in Portland. Uh, and there's a lot happening on social media because sometimes we can't go physically there. So make sure to follow our downtown Portland channels. That's hashtag shop small PDX and shop downtown PDX, both hashtags. If it's not happening on social media, apparently it doesn't happen anymore. So uh, put your money where your heart is, Portland. That's what we're asking for.
1: And Kristen, in about 45 seconds, I want to give you the final word here. What would you like to say? Same thing, consider taking the Portland pledge
4: and do all of your shopping in Portland. I'm doing it this year and it's actually been really fun. Sometimes I don't get out of my own shop enough, but now I'm discovering new shops and it's been really fun.
1: Well, I want to thank you, Andrew Hone. Kristen, thank you for joining us here on Straight Talk. We should also let you know when we're talking about parking that a parking kitty, if you use parking kitty, if you spend $25 or more at a participating business, you can receive a parking kitty voucher for up to two hours, as well as the Smart Park Free Parking on Saturdays. Thanks again, Andrew and Kristen, and thank you for watching and listening. Remember to download our podcast. You can get it wherever you get your podcast. Just search for KGW Straight Talk. Join us next week. We'll look at how the COVID crisis is affecting our hospitals and our health care workers. We'll see you next week for Straight Talk. Happy holidays and stay safe.